Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. With Neil Humphrey in the studio, let's talk about the FINA Swimming World Cup at the OCBC Aquatic Center. Now, we had May schooling on last Saturday talking about Joseph's uh, preparations, how he's doing now that he's back in Singapore, getting ready for the 2020 games and the, and the Sea Games as well. And her, her big point uh, last week was he's not worried about these smaller, in quotes, smaller meets along the way that mm. were like the one that we're having right now, the World Cup. He is, his eyes are on the prize, which is you know, yeah. the, the, the Sea Games and the Olympics. So take us through what happened yesterday in the 200-meter the individual medley. Yeah. Um, he came in fourth, but he was actually quite fine with that. He was, he was very uh, happy with his performance, and uh, so was his father. I spoke to his father, Colin. I spoke to May as well last night at the event. Look, I mean, you're right what you're saying. It's building up to Tokyo. It's not really a small event. It's actually quite a big event. But yes, I may have mischaracterized of, yeah, that. In but terms yes. of his preparation, right. it's all about he makes no secret of it. We know he didn't do particularly well in the recent World Championships. The one in Korea. That's right, yep. by his own standards. Mm. They've tinkered the training quite drastically. Everything is geared towards the Tokyo Olympics next year, 2020. So now it's all about building body mass, building stammer, literally filling up the fuel tanks. Because Joseph, by his own admission and his father's brutal admission <laughs> last night, he's not a big boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. not a big boy compared to those other swimmers. And lest we forget, him winning 2016 was a ridiculous fluke anyway. And I don't mean to downplay that, but I mean, it was such a freakish achievement on his part that a smaller slight swimmer in terms of the butterfly competitors to win anyway was a miraculous achievement on his part so if he's going to have any chance he's got to build up the leg power he said that himself he's got to build up his muscles so that when he does the 100 meter butterfly his pet event in Tokyo it's that final leg that final kick he's got to have the speed the stamina the reserves of energy to outlast what we cannot underestimate or or understress enough which is overstress enough which is he's up against bigger faster mm. stronger human beings this is a ge- this is a genetic fact this and, is and a- it comes down to tenths or hundredths of a yes. second uh, in my, in many cases and this is the very interesting thing glenn you know i was at the event last night i will say this other people said it but i will categorically say it um there was one reason really why which is no disrespect to the other swimmers there who did who did quite well and i'll talk about those in a moment but it's one key reason why there was a half decent crowd there last night and it's one man it's joseph schooling mm. you know we cannot underestimate what this man has done for swimming for sports for sports event activities in Singapore Joseph Schooling and so that's great he brought out a little bit of a crowd but on the flip side to that sometimes there's not the awareness or or the understanding or the perspective I think of what, understanding or perspective yeah, right it's the perspective of what mm. he's doing here there was a there was a bit of a feeling I wouldn't say deflation but there was a sense of, of disappointment that he didn't win last night right. Firstly, he's up against Mitchell Larkin, who's one of the best swimmers in the world, if not the best, when it comes to the IM. Joseph was there to build stamina. And Joseph's time was 2 minutes dead, 0.23 seconds. 2.00.23. Now, let's put that in perspective. He hasn't swum this race at all Hmm. for four years. (laughs) And he was only a fraction, a fraction off of his personal best. His personal best is 159.99. Yeah. 0.99. Yeah. So we're talking hundreds, two hundreds of a second off his personal best of a, which is a Sea Games record, of a race he hasn't swum 
in four years mm. and doesn't intend to swim it. He's just doing it to build up his stamina for the Tokyo Games. Mitch- so it was actually a phenomenal swim, yeah. and it was way ahead of where he expected to be. Yeah, Mitch Larkin, by the way, finished that in 157.43. So yeah. he powered through Powered that. home. And it's his key event. Yep. There was a couple of things. I was talking to Colin Scorling, a, a good old Singaporean father. He was, no, no, Neil, there's a few things he needs to work on. I mean, I'm not going to you know, be disparaging to Joseph and say what they were, but they know that. Yeah. There's some tweaking. Joseph said himself. But it's he, all part of the plan, yeah, right? There's the turns. He, he wasn't very happy with his turns in yeah. the race. Ironically, it was probably, of all, of all of the swim strokes, it was actually his pet event. It was the butterfly where, yes, you see him power through and he caught a couple of guys. But by his very lofty standards, his butterfly, by their, by the Schoolings family's standards, wasn't quite where they wanted it to be, ironically. Yeah. Yeah. But this will come. This is all part of the process. Uh, I did not see him after the event, but I read a media report that said that he was quite happy. Very he happy. was, uh, you know, beaming, smile on his happy. face, like, hey, all's good. I'm, I'm right on track. And he, that was yeah, your impression, He obviously. had two solid swims. The heat in the morning, always tough because it's an endurance event. It's the 200 mm. IM. Mm. So it wasn't a, a spectacular time, but it was one of the best times. I think it might have been the best time in the heats. But, um, you know, he's had to do that swim twice. Yeah. He's ahead of where he wanted to be. He said before the race he had a time in his head, but he wouldn't tell anybody what it was. But it turns out it was two minutes flat, which he did. Yeah. But when he said two minutes flat, he'd have been happy with two zero one. Yeah. But to go two zero zero, hundredth of a second off his personal best set four years ago, fantastic time. So anyway, they've got one day left of this uh, uh, World Cup. Yeah. Uh, if you can go, please do. But yeah, get down there, is support. on track. Because it's not just Joseph as well. There's there's uh, several other Singaporean swimmers. You're going to see really great competition at very high levels. And and more than that, we, we have to support Singapore sports, especially when they come to these great events here. Because don't forget, that's, you know, many of these swimmers are, are earning, are able to earn some money off of uh, events like this where they charge you to get in the door. Absolutely. And we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that, yes, we love Joseph, but Singapore won a silver last night. Yeah. They won a silver. Darren Chua, let, let's give him a plug. Darren Chua, Peng Shengjun, Xiao Yo, and our very famous Kua Ting Wen. They powered home from fourth place to take second place. They beat the Chinese and the American teams. Awesome. So that was a great finale to a great second day. Uh, there was a crowd, but let's have a bigger crowd. This yeah. actually means more than Manchester United <laughs> playing a meaningless friendly pre-season. And you've got a guy here. We only have one Olympic gold medalist so far. Hopefully we'll have more in the future. Kwa uh, Tingwen is one of our most rising swimmers, and there'll be Singaporeans involved again. So how often? Do we get to see genuine world-class yeah. talents in a World Cup event? In Not a, very often. In a well-organized event, the, uh, the FINA Swimming World Cup. At the OCBC Aquatic Center, it does cost to get in, but the tickets are not expensive. You can get them there at the door and all that. So just get over there today and, uh, and support our Singaporeans and others in this great event. Thanks so much, Neil. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM 89. 